Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey, everybody. What's going on? It is Russ Rafino and Mark Von Muser from Clients On Demand, and welcome to our show today. So today, we're going to be talking about uh, something that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, we're going to be talking about copycats, competitors, and haters, and how to deal with all three. Um First off, let me just say that if you are experiencing any of those, it's actually a really good thing. And it, and it can be hard to get your head around that in the beginning, right? All you know is, let's just say you made a blog post or something and people people left nasty comments on it, or you ran a Facebook ad and people left some nasty comments on it or or whatever. And And when you're dealing with that, it can bug you. I'll be honest. It bugs the hell out of me when that happens. Um, but it's actually a sign that you are doing the right thing. It's a sign that you're putting yourself out there in a big way. If you're out there and you're like triggering people, it's actually because you're out there saying what needs to be said. So so first off, talking about copycats, people are always going to copy the innovator. That's just capitalism. And the way that capitalism works is somebody innovates and comes up with something cool and then everyone else is trying to copy it. Like think back to, I remember the very first iPhone when it came out, my brother called me, was super excited. Russ, have you seen the new iPhone? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like Apple's new phone, you haven't seen it? I was like, no. And anyway, I checked it out and I was like, oh my God, it has no buttons. It was just a glass, it was just a, like a piece of glass. It was, like, it was like something from Star Trek or something. And I was so like, that's unbelievable. It's a phone with no buttons. And it was just crazy because everybody else had their flip phones and their Motorola razors and all that stuff. And then now every phone looks like that, right? So somebody innovates and then everyone else copies. But you know what? If you're the one that's being copied, right? That means you're out front and everybody else is playing catch up. And honestly, that's not the worst place to be because people are always, always, always going to copy the one at the front of the pack. But I bet that for most of you guys, copycats aren't the biggest problem. I bet the biggest problem for you is dealing with the haters. And so I think that's what we're going to spend most of our time on today. And I got a lot to say about this, but Mark, why don't you chime in? Let's let us know what you think. Well, yeah, it's also funny too. I was thinking about the copycats because it's like every time there's a new big hit movie, let's say like Jaws. Well, that's a movie about a great white shark, which eats people. So great. It's a huge blockbuster, right? Well, then Hollywood and every producer comes out with 10 other ones like, you know, Super Jaws and Jaws you know, the, the mega jaws and all these stupid titles. And there's like 20 other programs. They never do as good as the original. No, never. Well, it's like when, and, Die, when Die Hard came out, right? Which was terrorists take over a building. Then you had under siege, which is terrorists take over a yeah. boat. Then you had pass, uh, speed, which is terrorists take over a bus. Passenger 57, right. terrorists take over a plane. It's like, you yeah. know, terrorists take over Disneyland. Terrorists take, it was like anything that terrorists could possibly take over. They took it over and it, right. it was like they just a made all ship? the same movie like 20. Yeah, Speed 2 to Terrace take over a cruise ship. It's the, same, it's the same thing over and over. It's like the same movie again and again and again. And they never are better than the original. So no, the original never. is the one that everyone's striving to be. And so for every Spielberg who comes up with an original concept, there are these people coming out and those are just the Speed 2s and those are just the semi-successful one. There's a whole B level that there's another 10 to 30 of them that never make it into the theaters. So those will end up in... 
in around the world being sold. And it's like, I didn't even realize how many knockoff movies there were like this. It's the most crazy thing. But what's funny about it is again, guys, the whole thing here is this has got to be a shift of your mindset. And Russ yes. started the ball in the right way. If you got to remember why you're doing it. First off, if you think you're going to be able to go and grow a business to a million, $10 million and not have copycats, you're, you're not, you're not thinking straight because no. it will happen. And, when people see any form of success, they're going to want to copy it. And unfortunately, there's competitors out there who are telling people to copy. That's part of their model because they sell software. So they want you to copy. So it's like that's part of the the a lot of the online quick money belief system. So first off, just get your head around it. And the second part that I would stack on what you said, Russ, is it doesn't really matter. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter. It's a confirmation you're doing the right thing. This is true for haters too. But it doesn't matter. And it's like... When you re- realize they have no power over you, they can't stop your success. So don't even give them the time of day to look over your shoulder and wonder, you know, all the copycats. Just kind of remember that the metaphor we talked about with the movies and all the different copycats, all the, you know, the, the people that are trying to copy that just don't do it good. You focus on you, you focus on getting the stuff we're going to cover here and you're going to be golden. Yeah, you absolutely. Make more money because everyone else is going to be tripping out about their copycats, theirs. If you guys had any idea how many things we've innovated, some of our copycats, for example, they would wait, Russ and Russ would write some copy and it would be totally contrary. And we would watch and we would literally look at our copycats to see how many days before they copied it and said they created it. It was funny, <laughs> it was funny shit. One of the, one of the, one of the ads that we wrote back in the day was like, um, you know, an ad for, for, for one of our webinars. And it was something like, you know, in less time than it takes to watch an episode of game of Thrones, I can, I can, you know, walk you through a step-by-step game plan to build a six or seven figure business. And like literally within a week, all of our competitors in less time than it takes to watch breaking bad in less time than it takes to watch, you know, like, you know, they were just like literally the exact same ad and they would just change the show that it was being, that was being referenced. It was just like, it's like, come on. So, so when, 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 when that happens, you literally just have to train yourself to think of it as a good thing because if no one is copying you and you've been around for a while, that's probably a bad sign. You know, you want to be the one that's out front, especially when you're a little bit more established and you have some money coming in the door. You really should see people trying to copy you because mm-hmm. that means that you're doing something right. And and the good news is that as long as you continue to innovate and as long as you don't rest on your laurels, you'll 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 always be ahead of the game because as as long as they're looking to you to inspire what they're going to do it means they're not innovating themselves they're not paying the price of being creative they're not paying the price of thinking outside the box they're just sitting there going well what's mark going to do what's russ going to do and they can't make a move until you make a move i even knew a guy one time who would actually <laughs> who got copied so often um not my favorite guy i've actually thought this was hilarious he would actually put out disinformation he would do big posts about stuff he was going to do that he had no intention of doing just to like throw people off the scent. And after a while, it started to become hilarious because the stuff that he would talk about that he was going to do just got crazier and crazier and more absurd. But you, and nevertheless, you would see people copying it. It was, it was, it was actually really funny. So I guess the bottom line is that people are going to copy your stuff. Once you reach a certain level of success, you are 100%, no questions, no question about it, going to have copycats. But as long as you're innovating, as long as you're upfront, as long as you continue to 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 be at the head of the pack, you don't have anything to fear from them. The only trap there is to let that slow you down. So it's like it's like let's say you're in a relay race and you're running and you're out front and you got that baton and you see other people trying to creep up, right? 
what do you do? Do you turn around and start knocking the baton out of their hand and start like pushing them out of the way? That's not how you win the race. The way you win the race is to run faster. And and if you are listening to the show and you're listening to the, the, the strategies that we talk about here and the things that we teach here, you're already way, way, way ahead of the game, especially in, in, in most niches where, you know, they don't know anything about how to do this stuff. And I will just say one other thing. The hardest thing for people to copy is a track record of results, right? I mean, someone can copy your Facebook ad and make a couple changes. Maybe somebody could copy your webinars or whatever, but nobody can copy the results that you get because if they're, if they're just imitating you, then you know they're not getting the kind of results that you get. And maybe if they work with a hundred people, they'll have like two clients they could trot out and, and hold up as their shining examples of, of, of good service or, or good results. But your results are going to be much, much better than that. And your clients are going to be raving fans and your clients are going to, are going to love you in a, in a way that, 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 that most businesses can only dream about. And so as long as you're doing right by your clients and as long as you are truly creating a transformation and, and not just selling them eBooks or, or, or whatever, you just get that much more difficult to copy. And, and if you don't have that, and if your competitors don't have that, they're just kind of building a house of cards and that house of cards one day is going to collapse. So just keep that in mind is that as long as you, you, you just accept the fact that copycats are going to happen, accept the fact that it's inevitable, accept the fact that part of being the leader is you got to keep innovating and build your house on a, on a foundation of real results. You're not really going to have to worry too much about the copycats. Let me stack on that, Russ, because this is really, really important, guys. Um, Maya Angelou said that in the end, people will forget what you said, but they will always remember how you made them feel. And so while the, the key is results, but you can even supercharge that also with how much you really care. And this is something I've noticed is that the copycats never seem to care about their clients the level we do. Have you ever noticed that? You know, we never really talked about it, but it's like they're out there trying to make a quick buck. They're trying to just churn and burn and, and get those one or two clients out of 100 maybe. But it's like they aren't literally working about creating world-class teams to support their clients. They aren't doing the little things that make the client feel special. And so the other part too, guys, is when you guys focus on, on, on results, that's absolutely paramount. But also it just takes so much, just a little bit more to truly care but it makes all the difference about how you're going to make them feel. And so if you guys do that, trust me when I tell you, your competitors are not thinking this way. They're simply thinking, how can I make a quick buck? And it's ingrained in the whole philosophy when you start going down that path of copycatting rather than they're just trying to make a quick buck versus how do I serve my client at the highest level? How do I add massive lifetime transformation? How do I get a better outcome for my client? They're two completely conversations and one is copying and one is truly in service. So guess which one will have a lasting impact? So not to get super woo-woo with this, but they, if they are copying you, are operating from a low energetic frequency, right? They are operating out of fear or they're operating out yeah. of guilt or they're operating out of shame or scarcity or, or whatever, like, like any of these things, because, because if I believe in myself and I believe in my power and I believe in my creative ability, I don't need to copy anybody else. Do I, mm -hmm. I can get out there and I can do something original. I can do something real. So just the mere fact that they're even making the choice to copy you shows that they're, they're, they're the level that they're vibrating at is a level that presupposes that they are not good enough. 
And it's critical that you understand that because somebody who believes they're not good enough is going to find a way to make that happen. Somebody who believes that they're not good enough is going to find a way to make that happen. If you believe that you were born to succeed and you were born to win, that's going to be your reality. But if you believe that you can't make it, you can't fail without copying some other guy, that's going to be your reality too. So you got to understand that, that by putting your focus on your clients and putting your focus on your client results and putting your focus on innovation immediately puts you in a 10 times more resourceful and powerful energetic place than your competitors. Does that make sense? The people that are copying you, it's like, it's like, it's like just, the, just the mere act of doing that. Mm-hmm. It's like telling your subconscious, I'm not good enough. And so if you're not doing that, oh man, it's like the sky's the limit for you because now you can operate at levels of courage and love and faith and power and all these other things. And, and that's going to filter through every level of your business and it's going to attract the kind of clients that you want. So, so not to get all woo-woo on it, but I can just promise you that just, just, just sitting to yourself and saying, oh man, I can't figure this out. I need to copy someone else. You're, uh, you're, 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 you're instantly self-sabotaging. And then that's what your copycats are doing too. So just at the end of the day, understand that you just don't have anything to fear from those people. Is, you know, keep your eye on the ball, keep innovating, focus on serving your clients and just accept that the price of being the best is that you can't rest on your laurels and you got to keep innovating. But that's how you move humanity forward. That's how you move the world forward. Um, and so if you're willing to pay that price, there's no reason you can't be out front forever. Now let's talk about haters because I think most of the people listening to this, and I could be wrong, probably aren't really at the point where they have too many copycats yet. Right. Um, they're probably at the point where they're just beginning to put themselves out there and they're they're getting their first taste of haters. So a couple things on that. Number one, haters are inevitable. Haters are inevitable. If you haven't had your first hater, it's a sign that you're not quite, you're not playing a big enough game. But as soon as you get out there and you start getting out in front of the world in a big way, you're going to have your first hater. And it can suck. Um, and, it, and it does suck. But if you're sitting here listening to the show going, Russ, well, how do I get through my whole business without ever having someone hate on it? It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. It is absolutely inevitable, right? So the first thing to do is just accept that it's going to happen. But what really helped me in my when I first started dealing with haters is, is to truly understand where it comes from and why people do it. Because if you're not the kind of person that hates on stuff, it's just it just becomes so weird. Like, why would someone say the things that they say. I mean, Sarah has this um, blog that she follows with this like really, really sweet gal. And, um, you know, she takes really great pictures of her family. They travel a lot. She takes pictures of herself, takes pictures of her kids, her husband and stuff like that. And, and you should see the comments on this. Like, you know, like, like you look fat, your skin looks terrible. Why are you taking pictures of one of your kids and not taking pictures of the other? And when Sarah first showed me this, I was like, oh my, like, who are these people? Like, who are these people that have time to follow this person and just sit on the internet and just troll this person and make all these awful comments and stuff? And so I, I really wanted to sort of get to the bottom of why people do this. And so I actually did some, some research on it just for my own sanity. And it turns out that you just being you can be very, very threatening to people. When we encounter someone who's more successful than us, there's two ways we can respond. Number one, we can say, oh man, that person's a super a great success. Let me look at this person. Let me see what they're doing right. Let me, let me see what I can learn from this person. You know, if that person did it, I means I can do it, right? They're not that smart. I mean, hell, if they could figure this out, I could figure this out. But the second way that we can respond is to be so threatened by that success that instead of using it as a fuel to push us further, 
we got to take that person down a few pegs. And unfortunately, that's the way that most people respond. And so what people do is they, they take their own fears, their own insecurities, their own hatreds, the things that they hate about themselves, and they project it onto that other person. Take a second and think about what that means. That means that these people have these thoughts that are so filled with self-loathing and self-hatred that they can't even acknowledge that they're there. They can't even they can't even own it and deal with it. The only way that they can deal with it is to project that stuff onto someone else. And you see this online all the time, especially on Twitter, where you see people like arguing with each other, talking to each other. And basically, you know, it might be an argument about politics or about this or about that, but it's not really about any of that. What it's about is people looking inside themselves and not liking what they see and just trying to project that stuff onto someone else. And that's why you get this unbelievable level of viciousness because it's all things that you would never, ever say to somebody in real life, but you'll, you'll say it to them online because you don't have to actually deal with that person. And so just understand guys that we live in a world where there are millions and millions and millions of people out there that straight up hate themselves. And when they see somebody more successful than they are, or they see somebody living the life they want to live, they literally cannot deal with it. It is so painful to them because it reminds them of everything that they haven't achieved, of everything that they'll never be, of everything that they'll never accomplish. And rather than allowing that person to inspire them, all they can do is try to tear that person down. And when I realized that that was what was happening. And guys, look, this isn't just, you know, stuff I'm making up. And this is a very, very well-documented psychological phenomenon. Like if you look into the psychological literature, this is really, this is, I mean, this is very well attested and very well documented. When I realized that that was what was happening, I realized that the, 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 their, their, their hatred and the things that they say got nothing to do with me. It's got nothing to do with you. It's just them projecting their own bullshit onto whoever happens to pop up in their, in their Twitter feed that day or whoever it happens to pop up in their Facebook feed that day. And once you realize this, you realize that those people can't possibly hurt you. Even if they, even if it goes beyond just like, let's say leaving a comment on one of your ads and, and let's say they actually try to go out there and recruit other people and mobilize other people against you. You know, they maybe try to get your clients to have some kind of revolt against you or something like that. The same principle that applies to the copycats applies to those people too. The vibration, the energetic vibration that that comes from is self-loathing and shame and guilt and fear and anger and all of this dark, dark, dark emotion. It's so dark, like I said, that they can't even face it themselves. They have to project it onto you. People that are in that emotional state literally cannot win. They can't win. They can't succeed. They can't get things done. And so therefore, they pose no threat to you. They pose no threat to you. The only way that they can ever affect you is if you accept the energy that they're giving you. If you accept that energy of hatred and allow it to chip away at your self-confidence, that's how they can bring you down. Mm -hmm. But once you recognize it for what it truly is, then you can just disregard it. Well, that's the other one too, Russ, is hurt people, hurt people. It's that simple. And the other one that I would say that I would extend it though, that I, I believe it can actually affect you if you turn around and look and start changing your focus. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, why did they do that? Why are they doing that to me? Oh my God, look at what they said. And now instead of me focusing on where my next client, who can I go love and serve? 
Now I change my focus and I'm like, oh, I can't believe they said that. And then what happens, like you said, you get caught up in the energy and then the, you know, let's say it's me, then I get all mad. Then I recruit people to say, look, Russ, look at what they said about me. Look, everyone, look what they're saying. And now I'm not on purpose anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's a very sneaky trap you can get caught up in. And I yes. know because I've been caught up in it. It's really insidious. It really is because part of you is like, well, I should defend myself and, and, and I, should, I should speak up for myself and I should fight back. Uh, and most of the time you just don't need to because no one's right. listening to those people anyway. Um, so, so for me, the big thing was just really understanding that what they're saying has nothing to do with me. Now, look, I'm not talking about if you literally screwed up, you know, if you actually screwed up and someone is mad at you, then you need to fix it. Yeah. You know, like if you dropped the ball or said you were going to do something and didn't do it or let one of your clients down or something and that person's mad at you, that's different. That's not a hater. That's just, that's just someone who's unhappy and you, you got to fix it. Right. So you have to own that. But I'm just talking about the people that don't know you from anyone else in the world and, and, and they see your ads or whatever, and they just decide to come after you in just this insane way. Um, those people cannot win. They literally cannot win. And if you look at their life, you're going to see nothing but failure upon failure upon failure because that energy doesn't create anything good. And what that means, and if you're coming at it at a higher energetic place where you're, you're operating out of courage, you're operating out of love for your clients, um, you, they can't, they literally cannot beat you. They can't even harm you. They can't even touch you. I've had so many haters over the years none of them have been able to really do damage to my business. Not really. And none have done their own business, by the way. No. And all of them have failed completely right. in whatever they were trying to do. So you just realize that it's like, it's just, it's just a part of life. Like, like furniture or birds flying or fish swimming. It's like, you're going to have haters. Once you get to a certain level of success, it is 100% inevitable. But if you recognize it and understand it, like what, like psychologically, why people do this? You really get it? Then you realize that you have nothing to fear from it at all. You can even stay in compassion for them because you realize it's just a suffering soul who's just projecting their pain on you. Yes. And what's also interesting, we celebrate it. When we get somebody that gets their first hater, we high five them because it's like, okay, good. You're finally in the game. Now we can get started because, you know, it's like, that's, a, you know, it's like, come on. We can get upset about it or we can celebrate it. High five. It's like, okay, great. We got that out of the way. Now let's keep looking to get you new clients, you know, people that you can love and serve. So, you know, but it's, it's, you got to be careful though and protect it because it doesn't feel good when you, when you post your ad and somebody posts some negative shit, it doesn't feel good. Or when they're saying stuff that, you know, is blatantly untrue and it, it's just part of the game. But it's like, for me anyway, when I could move into compassion and realize what, like you said, Russ, that what would lead a person to flat out lie, you know, about what they're saying, just because again, because they look at their own life and they know they're not building it. They're not taking their own shot. They're not serving any of their clients. They're afraid to go out there and do it. And so what do they do? They either get inspired to go do it, or they do what most people do. And that's just take the low road and then say, oh, well, you know, this person, and then they start posting negative shit, makes them feel better in the moment. And it's like, it's sad, but they never, they're never going to do it. Mm -hmm. So so, so anyway, when you accept these things, then you realize that it really isn't anything that you really need to concern yourself with. I mean, if someone is, and, and I mean, worst case scenario, if someone is actively trying to do damage to your business and there's legal action you can take, there's things that you can do. But the main thing is that you can't let it infect your energy, even one iota. And, and for me, the path to doing that 
was exactly what Mark just said, which is you understand that this person is just suffering, that you're just somebody that they latched onto to project their stuff on. You see, as people do, you see people do this with any celebrity, honestly, whether it's, you know, the president or whoever's running against the president or whatever senator, or whatever, whoever just happens to catch their eye, they will immediately project their worst personality traits onto that person because that's just what people do. And so when you realize that, you realize like, oh, I just happened to get caught up in that person's newsfeed today and they happen to project their stuff on me. And, and yep. if they're doing that, like Mark said, it's because they're suffering. And if they're suffering, they deserve compassion. The only way you're not going to forgive somebody is if you think they can hurt you. If you really think about that, right? You know, if I, if I believe that somebody is still a threat to me, can still hurt me, then I can't forgive them. But once I realize that they're not, then I can. The best survival strategy on the planet is an energy of love. It's not anger. It's not defensiveness. It's not trying to look cool. It's just being genuinely loving toward the people in your life, the people in your audience, the people who, who work with you. And that is the best survival strategy in the world because, because those people will fight for you and they'll defend you and they'll, they'll be your army. And, and when you keep these things in mind, then you realize that you should never, ever let any haters stop you from doing anything that you feel called to do. Because if you're going to do that, you might as well just write those people a check. If you're planning on launching that webinar or launching that offer or running that Facebook ad or whatever it is, but you're worried about what those people are going to say, you literally might as well write a check for whatever you were planning to make and just, <laughs> just send it to them because that's how much money they're costing you. So, so at the end of the day, you are going to have to deal with these kinds of people 100%. It is just a part of life. So just accept it, but also accept that whatever they're saying, whatever they're hitting you with, it doesn't have anything to do with you. And if it doesn't have anything to do with you, it's got everything to do with their own self-hatred. And if they're in a place of self-hatred, they can't hurt you. If they can't hurt you, you might as well have compassion and you might as well forgive them. And while you're at it, forgive yourself. And that's the only way that you're going to grow your business to a certain level and stay sane. I mean, that's the way that people that are that are that are the big celebrities out there. I mean, your Elon Musk's, your your Steve Jobs, your Bill Gates. These people get hate from millions of people. You know, even even for no good reason sometimes. And it's like, okay. But they continue to do what they do because they're not worried about that. They're worried about the mission. They're worried about the difference that they were put here to make in the world. And if you keep your focus there, you're going to be unstoppable. You know, but at the end of the day, people can say whatever they want about me but it's not about me, right? It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the people that you're here to serve. And so are you going to let some hater keep you from showing up for your clients? Hell no. If I'm not going to let my own fear keep me from showing up and kicking ass, I'm sure as hell not going to let some other idiot self-loathing keep me from doing that. And you shouldn't either. Yeah. That's one too. I said, never give up on, never give your dream, you know, up on your dream to someone who's quit on their own. And, and guys, no one should have that kind of power of you. If, as long as you can get your head around that, somebody that would post some of that stuff, that's going to do that. They're in suffering and move through compassion, get right back on your purpose and go find the clients that you were meant to serve. And in that, you know, it's like all of a sudden it's like the other nice benefit is the more you do that, the less haters you get, by the way. I don't know if it's a test. I just know that the more that that we focus on, you know, the next client, who are the clients that we could liberate from their suffering? Who are the people that we could really transform, help build a six, seven, eight figure business? When we stay on that focus, you're almost too busy to even notice the haters. And it's like, you know, it's that's really where you want to live because now you're totally on purpose. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it's a frequency incompatibility or whatever, but it's just like you just keep stay on point. Just go look for the next client. And, you know, it's like driving a Ferrari. You can't drive it if you're looking over your real over your shoulder. You just can't. You're doing 200 miles an hour in Bentley or whatever. 
If you're looking over your shoulder, that never ends well. You, If you're going 200 miles an hour and you're driving, you have to keep both eyes on the road. And it's the same thing here. Focus on your client. Focus on how you can find them. How can I get a hold of them? Focus on them. People throw stones at you, you know, duck. And then it's like, you know, move through compassion and keep driving. So yep. keep at it. 100%. All right, guys. If you need help growing your business, then I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. If you have haters and competitors and you want to get the edge on them, let us help. If you go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. If you don't have any haters or any copycats or any competitors, then you really need to come talk to us. Because yes. that, means, that means that there's just nothing going on. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and let us talk to you about how we can help you build the exact business that you want, the income that you want, the level of freedom that you want so that you can go where you want to go and do what you want to do. Also, while making the impact that you want, that income, the freedom, the impact, all those three things working together to help you create the life that you were born to live. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. It's all we do all day, every day is help experts, speakers, coaches, thought leaders, doctors, consultants, whatever build these six and seven figure businesses that create amazing results for their clients and tremendous freedom for them too. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to us about how we can help you do that too. Yeah. And success guys is the best revenge. It's the best, it's the best way to shut up the, the critics and the best way to shut up the haters and the copycats is just go out and be mega successful and the fruit will prove it. You know what I mean? The fruit never lies. Fruit on the tree never lies. So make it happen. And again, let's just jump on the phone. Let's have an honest conversation, find out where you're at, see what your, what your skill set is and see where you want to go. If we can help, we'll show you what it looks like. Something else is better. We'll steer you to that. So you'll get clarity. You'll get value. You're going to know what your next steps are, but you know, let's rock it, man. There's clients out there that need you and need you now. For sure. All right, superstars, that's going to do it for me and Mark today. Everybody have a fantastic day. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. Book an appointment to speak to us and we will catch you on the next show. Bye, guys. See you, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.